Jesus, when he ran to me, he took me in his arms, held my head to his chest, said, my son's come home. For this command is a lamp, this teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6.23 Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama as it brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down-to-earth and full of wisdom and will refresh, energize and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. What a beautiful Sunday to be in church. And um, I believe that it's not a coincidence. But God has brought us together for a special And this is the beginning of a new year. This will be your best year ever. This will be your best year ever. You'll be so happy you are alive this year. You'll be so happy you are in church this year. And you will say, Ah, I'm so glad that God brought me to life. Because this is going to be a good year for all of us. Put your hands together. And you may be seated. I'm so glad that um, our father is a prophet. Because um, most men only give good advice. But a prophet gives supernatural direction. A prophet gives you direction that is based on something he has seen or heard from the throne of grace. And um, that is why those words are special. And by the grace of God, we have received such a word. Twenty twenty one as wise to be as wise as serpents and as harmless or as innocent as the dove. Hallelujah. Amen. As wise as serpents. So this simple phrase is to guide us in our behavior for this year. This, this is supposed to be our guiding path to show us how to behave every time we're in a situation for this year. As wise as serpents. 
It means this year, wisdom is the key. Amen. Amen. Wisdom is the key. And so if you don't have uh, uh, money this year, tell somebody it's not a problem. If you don't have a degree, it's not a problem. If you don't have a, even a job, you don't have a job. It's not a problem. Because it's not by job. It's not by power. It's not by might. But it's by wisdom. Amen. Amen. So what you must get most this year is to get wisdom. I didn't mean education. Some people have been to school. school. But they are very foolish. How many have seen some before? A graduate who is very foolish. So school there, look, it's good to go. Go some why? But um, it's not, it's not everything. School there, why? It's not everything. Amen. Amen. This year, what you need most of all is wisdom. And we will use, um, take time to learn how to get wisdom. If, if it is important, then we must get it. Amen. Amen. And the second thing is to be as harmless as doves. Um, many animals have fighting mechanisms. Even a little ant. When it bites you, some of them. Hey. How many have been bitten by a red ant before? How was it? Very wild. The most dangerous animal on this planet Earth. The animal that kills the most people. You'll be surprised to hear. It's not a lion. Or a tiger. Or even a snake. But it's the mosquito. Ah, a mosquito. But it has killing power in it. Even a little mosquito is more dangerous than a dove. So when the Lord says this year to be harmless like doves, it means that this year you will not fight for anything. 
and not just a few and you be there's doves don't fight there is nothing that we will fight for there's nothing we need to get and to get we will fight whatever brings forth a fight you must let it go are you here this morning whatever provokes a fight whatever makes people fight leave it hallelujah amen leave it because this year you will get a lot of things without fighting hallelujah amen but today we are starting our new series still based on wiser serpents and harmless dogs as mark chapter 10 Marco itidu and verse 17 when he was gone forth into the way there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him good master what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life now how many want to go to heaven yeah not now but we'll go okay tell somebody not now not at all now not at all now we are how many are busy on earth you are busy you are busy on earth can I, can I see your hand ask him what are you doing for God ask him ask him you are busy what are you doing for God you must be busy for God and Jesus said unto him why callest thou me good there is none good but one that is God hallelujah amen verse 19 this is the man who is asking how to go to heaven and I think it's a very important uh, uh, question how to go to heaven and Jesus answered him and said thou knowest the commandments do not commit adultery do not kill do not steal do not bear false witness defraud not honor thy father and mother na yesu boase ne se woni mransem du ni nyina e mo adwaman enkum 
a mokro no a near dance crumo a moo young co na di weja anyone and so any these are the commandments that Jesus brought up. We and the ransom now, Jesu, at the buy a catcheren. There is no surprise in these, no surprise in these ones. How many are not sure whether adultery is good or bad? You're not sure. Is there somebody here? You are not sure that you can you have not stopped, you are still doing it. Atro. At a camp recently, we were fighting against lying. Abra, you call and and but why raise your hand for life by fornication? You raise your hand. And then I read your own mouth. You see, you see your mind. You think fornication is more serious than lying. Well, we say, why do you say, a mother, at So fornication there, I will not keep my hand up. I'll put my hand down. But as for lying there, oh yes, yes. I lie small, small. We, we don't understand God. Amen. Amen. That's, I'm happy you are here this morning. So we can explain what is the real bad things you must stop. And and he said, Master, all these have I observed from my youth. I know they are bad. And I'm fighting them. I'm trying to stop these That's why I was asking you to confess whether you have stopped fornication or adultery. And he said he knew. And he said, Master, from when I was a young man, I'm stopping these things. May that be our testimony. May that be our testimony. But I see people are not wearing masks at all today. Why? Yes. Let, let me tell you something when we are in a room we are breathing the same 
So when you breathe in, and you breathe out, what you breathe out, it's what somebody will breathe in. So whatever is inside you, and you're breathing it out, it's still here, it's not going anywhere. But when we are outside, in the fresh air, that one, the air will carry away all the things. So tell your neighbor, my neighbor, you don't have some. You don't have some. But I may have some. So I'll wear it. You don't wear it, me, I'll wear it. Is that okay? <laughs> yes, I think it's a very good idea. When we are in a room, uh, all of us should wear our say mask. You know, I see somebody in the corner over there. As I say, yes, sir. Yes. At, uh, Joe, Steven, that corner by the door there. Yes. And the lady, yes. Those ladies in pink, uh, all those, that corner there. Can a pastor please? sort them out for me yes beautiful that's already beautiful yes, it's nice when we are outside the fresh air you can remove it. but when we are in the hall it's always good to yes to, to, to word hallelujah amen amen and he said master from my youth I have tried to keep all these commandments. No, see, Ora, me free me more from and I'm a pra sa em ransomly. Amen. Amen. I've tried my bomb home to keep the commandments. Same pra and I made this so. You know, Mr. Sherman, you are holding somebody who's not wearing a mask and you're giving him a seat. Mr. Usherman. <laughs> You are giving him a seat. You are bringing him down and giving him a chair. Fish. Hallelujah. Amen. And um, we have tried. Yeah, boy, I'm home again. We have tried to, to uh, uh, do good. So you and near my papa. We have tried to do our best. Yeah, boy, I'm home again. So you be here, you be to me. Amen. Amen. And um, Jesus, there's a young lady over there who's not wearing it. This, I, I don't know whether the ashes is optional. I don't know what the whole plan is. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. When is is in my message? Is in my, the message today? It's part of the message. Yes, I'm coming there. Hallelujah. Amen. And Jesus beholding him loved him and said unto him one thing you lack most of us there's one thing that if you start to do it will make you a far better christian having been in church coming to church is a very good step coming here Sunday morning to spend time is a very good move 
But for most of us, there is one thing that if you do that thing and add it to your life, you'll be a much better Christian. A lot of people, if you did quiet time, a lot of us, Tap your neighbor. I suspect that if you do quiet time every day, quiet time, that alone change, make a big change in your life. Amen. Amen. How many did quiet time? This morning you say I come to church, so you don't do quiet time. Okay, down there I can't argue. And then they all say, "Oh, boss, sorry, Yesterday, how many did quiet time? You must say, "Ena enra o chain onongo to niyame." Look at all the hands that are down. If we all rose up to do quiet time every morning, say, I tell you, your life will change. You will be a better Christian. You will hear from God much more often. Can I have an amen? Amen. One little change. It will make you a better Christian. Hallelujah. Amen. But when when Jesus was talking to this man, then he said, You need one thing. And and in his case, it was go, sell whatever you have, give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, then come take up your cross and follow me. Listen. Listen. Whenever oftentimes they find the thing that will most change your life is painful. Those who don't mind, who, I mean, there are some people prayer. Quiet time is not a problem because they wake up early and they are alert. Yeah, there are some people waking up alone is a problem. Just waking up at night is the problem. Hey. Whatever it is that will most benefit you, very likely is painful. Very likely. Very likely, it's something you like very much. That you are being asked to give up. Or something very hard for you. You are being asked to do. But there's one thing that 
when is change in your life will make ah, a big difference. This, this morning, we want to look at um, different things. Because we are so many here in the room. We have such different backgrounds. We have different experiences. That it is impossible that there's only one thing that all of us need to become good Christians. So we are going to look at a variety of things, a number of things. And, and these things, as we look at them one by one, one of them is for you. Amen. Amen. One of the things we are about to discuss in the next coming weeks is for you. So I need you to be asking yourself each time, is this me? Is this me? Bishop, Are you here this morning? As we start this morning, you must be asking yourself, is this me? Is this me? What we are talking about, am I the one? Who, am I, is this, am I the one being discussed? Amen. Amen. The first major um, thing that we want us to look at in our lives is pride. Is pride. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to use pride as the first one to discuss. For, for two reasons. Number one, because that's what our prophet did. I mean, when he began to look at one step forward into a better Christianity, the next step, his pride is what he tackled first. So I, I think that he's, he's got a revelation there to guide us how to go forward in it. And the second reason is pride is actually the first sin and maybe the most serious sin. Let's read from Isaiah chapter 14. Isaiah chapter 14 from verse 12. How are you falling from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How are you cut down to the ground, you who weaken the nations? Let me, let me just read it in English, then we take it from there. For you have said in your hearts, 
I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also on the mount of the congregation in the recesses of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the cloud. I will be like the most high. These were the thoughts of Lucifer. We aye upon some adrea or jaye that at the end he will make himself like the most high. But instead, you shall be brought down to hell to the sides of the pits. Those who see you shall stare at you and ponder over you. Is this the man who made the earth to tremble and who shook kingdoms? Who made the world as a wilderness and destroyed its cities and who did not open the house of his prisoners these are the end of of lucifer but his beginning was that he was a very beautiful angel that god created and um, when he was there for a while something iniquity entered into him and pride came and that led to his fall and, and so today we are discussing pride hallelujah how many here will admit they are proud you are you are proud can I see your hand? Okay. How many are fornicators? You are lying. You are lying. You are lying. How many are proud? How many are fornicators? You But the pride have not stopped. Amen. Amen. This little display alone tells us how little we disregard we disregard um, pride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If come, two of you. You are looking for a husband for your son. Who who is that person? Pastor Leslie, you are looking for a husband for your son. Not you. But one girl is a fornicator, not you. Say, Tofiakwa. 
and one girl is proud, not you. So one is a fornicator, one is proud. Which one will you choose? The proud one. How many are you with him? The fornicator is that is why many of us say we are proud and we are proud and we don't get out of it because we don't understand how wrong and how bad it is yeah. And, and many of us don't even believe that being proud is so devilish. If you meet somebody and you tell that person hello or you say you meet somebody on the street you're walking and you meet somebody and the person says where's all what would you think what would you think what would you think oh not yet bro where's all oh it's not true it's not true what does we say? You don't know, you don't know, you don't have a good airway. I need a good airway. You are here. If you meet somebody and he says and he starts talking, say something when you give somebody. What do you think is a girl man? Is a girl man? What do you think? Is a Ashanti from Kumasi? What do you think he's from Bekwai? What do you think? He's from where? From there. And how many are almost 100% sure you'll be right? Thank you. You'll be right. In the same way, when you meet a liar or a proud person, I can tell you something. 99.9% of a chance as a devil with him. You know, you see, people say, That is why so much of our Christianity is weak. And that is why we are not able to do so many things that we want to do as Christians. Because a devil is close by us. And we haven't seen him to cast him out. That's why I've determined myself that I'll stop lying. And that's why you may not know, but I'm fighting pride in my life. 
It's a fight I'm fighting. Because I know how deadly pride is. And I know that when you start to exhibit pride, a devil is right by you. Tell somebody like the fornicator 10,000 times more than the proud girl like the fornicator why hey. listen if they show you a girl who is a fornicator say i like that one say Everybody's quiet. Everybody's quiet. It should, it should, listen to me. It should be preferable. When they ask you, are you proud or a fornicator? It should be preferable to say, I'm a fornicator. Is, is the better of the two cents wives. Everybody is you see it's so difficult to accept. Because we have in our minds, serious sins and unserious sins. We, we know that this, some things are very dangerous and they are very bad. Are you listening to me this morning? Everybody sit up. Please sit up because it's a very important message I'm preaching this morning. And I, and, and I feel that many people don't believe me. And they are waiting for me to go to point two. But until you understand point one, point two is useless. And I want you to believe that it is far worse to be proud and a liar than to be a fornicator. When Jesus met, uh, he saw the woman, he met the woman who was caught in adultery. That one we saw her. We saw the man with the penis inside. That, that one, look, change your face, change your face. It's, it's in the Bible, it's not me. She was caught, was caught in the act. When, when they saw them, she was lying down like this. When they saw them, she was lying down like this and the man was on top of her 
It's not me. Why are you look at me like that? It's the Bible. That's what the Bible says. And, and they said, according to the Bible, stone these people. And they brought them to Jesus. What should we do with such a person? It's not, you see, many of you, we suspect you. We suspect. Choristers, we suspect. We are not sure. We are not sure. We, we suspect. We suspect. We suspect. We suspect. We suspect. But that one there we saw. We, we saw. And then what did Jesus say? He said, hey, hey, hey. Last time, why? Where last time, why? Why? Last time, me Last time, why? Why? Last time, last time. Tell somebody last time, last time. Today is the last day. Tighten your belt small. Tighten your belt wide. Tighten your belts. Stop carrying condoms in your pocket. I'm ever ready. Stop it. And then girls going for injections. Going for injections. Stop going for injections. I said, stop it. Amen. Amen. And then say it's the last time. Oh, say it's the last time. But but the one who was lying. Jesus said that you are like the devil. Yes, say what is that he didn't say stop. He said, he, he, was, you know, said he said you are you are like your father. Devil. Listen, we must come to the I listen to me. I listen to me. We must come to the point where we believe the Bible. As I say, and where we Think as the Bible thinks. And the Bible is clear that it is pride and lies that is what is most abhorrent to the Lord. And, and so when the guy came that, oh, I've stopped all these things, Jesus said there's still one thing left to be done. There's still more to be corrected. Amen. Amen. I want us to believe that it is worse to be proud and to be lying than to be fornicating and, and playing with your body. It's not, no. Lying it's, is worse. Pride is worse. Amen. Amen. Are you here this morning? How many are still proud? You have changed your mind. How many have stopped fornicating to you? Now and there you won't say it. It shows how deeply entrenched it is in our mind that that one is unacceptable. And we will do anything to escape being caught uh, fornicating. 
it to us is a very sad bad sin that you are sleeping with somebody and you have been caught we have no record that satan himself ever fornicated no satan we have no that there's nowhere where we ever see in no but pride we know and that is what brought him down yeah. that is why i want us to fight pride in our lives amen to fight it in our lives oh humble ourselves and we will not allow anybody you know One of the challenges pa, is that people, the people we admire, many are proud. Yes. And, and we, we, want to, we want to be like them. And, and unfortunately also, in being like them, we adopt their behaviors and we adopt their characters. But I'm, I'm glad that we are going to learn from the Bible to avoid some of these things. Personally, since I understood better, I like fornicators. Personally. Well, do, don't, don't become one don't become one but I, I I find them to be better human beings than proud people and liars yes. amen amen I, I find them to be people who are more relatable proud people they will have many problems Science of a proud person. Number one. They quarrel. They quarrel. They always argue. They don't accept things easily. They always have a reason. True or not true. True or not true, people who are proud, they cannot easily agree to something. If you are humble, you will never quarrel. I didn't hear an amen. Amen. If you are humble, if you are truly humble, oh, whenever anybody comes to you with any accusation, any uh, uh, insult any abuse or whatever it is you just brush it off and say oh that's i don't care i mean i forgive him he doesn't know what he's doing and just walk away peacefully but if you must explain 
if you must show why you are not wrong there's pride in you amen amen how many have quarreled recently you have quarreled recently hey only these three have quarreled recently hey every quarreler every quarreler you are stopping from today i said you are stopping from today i, I used to quarrel now bishop i've stopped wejai is 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 more than 10 15 years me and my wife we quarrel we have stopped quarreling Quarrel, quarrel, me and my wife, quarrel. No, 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 no. He is 10 years, is many, many years. Because one day, someone told me that if you quarrel with your wife, your prayer won't be answered. That, that day, when I understood that scripture, I resigned from the quarrel with my wife. Whatever it is, you, you win. You win. You win. Tell somebody you win. You win. Tell somebody you, are, you have won. You are right. What has changed in your life since then? what has have you become smaller or lesser not at all amen amen tell somebody from today i won't quarrel again hey from today if your your wife or your somebody is here tell the person mark today Mark today. If you know somebody who quarrels, who knows somebody who quarrels here in the room? You know somebody who quarrels? Let me see. Somebody who quarrels. Go to the person. And say from today. From today. No more quarrels. Hey. From today. I'm surprised the concert didn't get up. <laughs> no more quarrels. No more quarrels. And I didn't hear an amen. Put your hands together. And don't go and quarrel after this one. He's lying. Okay, we'll, we'll see. Don't quarrel again. Hallelujah. Amen. No quarreling. Number two. Cannot be corrected. Amen. Amen. Cannot be corrected. Second Chronicles chapter 25. Our time is finished. There's one more scripture. Then we are out of here. Second Chronicles. 25 verse 14 and it came to pass after that that Amaziah 
after that Amaziah was come from the slaughter of the Edomites that he brought the gods of the children of Seir and set them up to be his gods and bowed down himself before them and burned incense unto them the gods he had captured in battle the gods he had captured in battle when he brought them back then he set them up as the gods that he will now worship verse 15 therefore wherefore the anger of the lord was kindled against amazia and he sent unto him a prophet which said unto him why hast thou sought after the gods of the people which could not deliver their own people out of thy hands the gods that couldn't save their own people and you conquered those people now you are saying that god is a god what, what is wrong with you and the king said and it came to pass as he talked with him that the king said unto him are you made of the king's council or are you the king's counselor forbear why should thou be smitten then the prophet forbear and he said listen to this and he said i know i know you see the prophet the king had gone to do a very foolish thing to bring down gods of the people he had conquered and set them as his own god gods of a people who had conquered now you are worshiping that god and, and the lord sent the prophet to warn him that what you are doing is not wise and the king said forbear or stop now who has made you the king's counselor why should i smite you why should i punish you and the prophet said uh-huh now i know that god has determined to destroy you because you refuse advice one of the great signs of a proud person is you can't correct him you can't correct him you can't correct him you can't correct anything he's always right whatever you say either they will have an argument or they will have a fight or they will not agree but as for agreeing to correction never never call somebody and tell her your dress is too short who measure my dress that is too short? 
How many have seen some before? There, you see, and now it's like you must now prove it is too short. Not as I won't How do you prove it's too short? How? Where is where do you where do you measure from here or here or here or here? No, when nobody can correct you. So we'll be on to mean two for you are out of control. Now they are just a what in And Satan, before he, he left heaven, do you think he, uh, not nothing was said? And Sanabon Sam a free or The prodigal son, when he left his father's house, do you think he just left like that? He said, Go. They try to keep him. And if you have become a person where nobody can correct you, you are in trouble. I didn't hear an amen. If nobody can correct you, nobody can comment about you. Nobody can say anything about your dressing your behavior your language and what you just did you are untouchable you're out of order something is wrong and the man said who made you my advisor who made you my corrector did you buy the dress for me did you sew it for me did you pay for it for me Hey, hey, mind your own business. But I tell you, that's the way to your destruction. I said, that's the way to your destruction. That nobody can correct you. One, one question I ask myself. When was the last time I was corrected? How many will agree? We know we are doing bad things every day. We know how many you are you know. others don't know because some of the bad things is internal oh it's not true it's between you and god in fact you see as you mature in christ more of the bad things are internal and, and, and few and they are done in, in, in certain circles if you have not been corrected by somebody in your world it tells me two things you can write it down it tells me two things number one you have no shepherd you have no shepherd nobody's watching over you because when i see people in town wearing short skirt and wearing funny dressing i don't comment it's i'm not their shepherd they should go wear what they like to wear I have my problem. You to have your problem. Keep your problem. If nobody corrects you, you you have no shepherd. Or 
you have a shepherd that's afraid to correct you nan so ana say wo wo jan hwefo ana hwesofo nan so won too afraid to correct you won too for he's afraid he's afraid to correct you how many believe that there are some people I'm afraid to correct how many believe raise your hand if you believe you believe I tell you. Some people, when I see that, no comments. Because a comment will bring a quarrel and a long discussion. Ask your neighbor, have you been corrected recently? Has someone said, Don't do something you're about to do? Are you here this morning? Has somebody told you to stop something that you are doing? Or they have told you, Do something you haven't planned to do. But if you are proud, you will not be able to take advice and you cannot take correction nobody will tell you to stop something and they will not tell you to do something either they will leave you to yourself do what you like when you are left to yourself is the way of allowing you to destroy yourself but if you are going to be a good Christian this year, if you are going to be a good Christian this year, then you need advice and correction. Amen. You need to be advised. You need to be corrected. And when you are corrected, receive it. And say it is good for me. That my life is being set on the right course. May God lead us all on a good path. May we be humble. May we be correctable. May you go and find your leader and tell them, please, have I done something that needs correcting? let me tell you one last thing if you are often corrected when they correct you you won't even feel it because it's a normal guidance they are always correcting you they are always telling you that oh change this do this stop this always so when they add one more now don't wear green fingernails green nail polish again to use just one more of 18 instructions you're wearing green I've not seen you, so wear your green. Wear your, then, by the way, don't wear green again, it's true. Green is not a body color. Yeah, blue and green, they're not body colors. Body colors are the flesh colors. 
Something to change in my life. No, ask him, ask him, first of all, is there something you have seen but not said? Is there something you have seen and not said? And then is there something you will say about me? And if you can receive this correction and this advice without quarreling, if you can be advised without fighting back, you will be a good Christian. Put your hands together and stand to your feet. Shall we stand to our feet? This morning, pray for us. So, Lord, give me a soft heart. Give me a soft heart. Give me a heart that listens quickly. A heart that doesn't resist. I don't want to argue. I don't want to defend myself. I want to be correctable. I want to be humble. Just pray for yourself one minute. Pray for yourself. And when I hear advice, let me do it. Let me take it. When I hear advice, when I am told things to do, let me do it. Let me do it. In the name of Jesus. Just pray for yourself for one minute. Pray for yourself for one minute. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself that, Lord, let me not be stubborn. Let me not be stubborn. Let me not be difficult. Let me not be uh, uh, hard to convince. But let me be somebody when I hear, I obey. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, let today mark the beginning of a new walk with you as good Christians. Let today mark a turning point in our lives that we lay aside childish ways and move forward into maturity. And Lord, most of all, let today mark the time when our lives as believers is fully matured in you. Thank you for uh, many years of, of being groomed. Thank you for the time when now we are going to move ahead to groom others. Let this season be a 
the start of a new year, a new walk with you, and help us to become good Christians. Thank you so very much in Jesus' name. Maybe this morning, every head bowed, every eye closed. You were invited, you came to church, but you are not born again. You're not sure that when you die, you are going to heaven. You have never prayed, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my heart. And you want to go to heaven. This morning, you are here. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. Wherever you are. Lift your right hand and I you. You want to go to heaven. You are not sure you are going, but you want to go. But you are here this morning. You want to become born again. Just give me a wave with the right hand. Just your right hand up high. Thank you. I see your hand. God bless you. Thank you. I see your hand. God bless you. I see your hand. God bless you. God bless you. Listen, if your hand is raised, so do one more thing. Just walk to the front. Just walk to the front. Come, come. Ashes, come with them. Walk with them. Put your hands together for them as they come. Oh, keep clapping. Maybe you are watching from home. And you also want to be a part of this. You also know you are not sure you are born again. You at home, put your hand over your heart. As we come to pray this prayer. It doesn't matter where you are. Even in a trotro. Driving across town. Ignore everyone in the trotro. And put your hand over your heart. And I want us all to do the same right here. Put your hand over your heart. And let us pray this prayer. Please pray after me, wherever you are. Dear Jesus, today, thank you for calling me into your kingdom. Dear Jesus, I confess, I admit I'm a sinner. I have done many bad things. Thank you for pouring your blood to forgive me and wash away my sins. Thank you for dying on the cross to give me another chance as a child of yours. This morning, Forgive me all my evil, all my wrong, and wash them away. Change my heart and give me a new heart. One that will love you and serve you all my days. Prepare a place for me in heaven by your side. And write my name 
in the book of life today I give myself to you thank you father for this great salvation thank you Jesus you are my Lord my master my savior my best friend and Lord thank you for all those watching at home in town wherever and those here standing in front to give their lives to you thank you for a great salvation that has come from heaven to wash our sins away and make us fit for heaven thank you for your great love that has driven you to save to send us to save these may today mark a turning point in our lives may today mark the day we turn away from evil and turn to good to become your children indeed and bless all these ones here bless those watching from home bless us all and help us to grow up and mature in you as children of the most high god keep us all always before your face in jesus name and all the saints said amen amen when he ran to me he took me in his arms till my head to his chest we believe the word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama, behind the Confidence Eating Place. Listen every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed.